Hello, welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. Thanks for joining me today. You know, as we age, we tend to focus on how our body and appearance is changing with a negative perspective, forgetting all that our bodies have done for us throughout our lives. What if we could change that narrative and remember all the work, all the pleasures, all that we have survived? What if we could realize that no matter what we look like on the outside, the same spirit that got us this far is still there inside of us? And it's that thought that inspired me to write a piece called When I Look in the Mirror at 80. And I wrote it about 10 or 11 years ago. And it was published in the 2012 Momig Journal. Today, I'm really excited because it actually is on today, May 7th. My own mother turns 80. She's 80 years old today. We spent all day yesterday celebrating her, had an amazing party with all of the family around us and all the love that she created in this family. I thought it would be great to have my mom on the podcast and talk to us from a real life perspective about what it feels like to be 80. And I have to say, I knew this about her, but just intentionally sitting down and talking about it, my mom is cool as a cucumber when it comes to her aging. She has been really low maintenance, super drama free. She's been really blessed and lucky in terms of her health. And I appreciate that. And I know not everyone has that luxury of good health. Most importantly, mentally, she just approaches it with such a great attitude that she inspires me as I head in the same direction. So I hope you enjoy this and hearing from my mother directly. Very excited to have my mom here with me today, probably my most special guest ever on the podcast. And the title of today's episode is A Woman Looks at 80. So my mom is turning 80 in two days. So very exciting times. And I thought it would be uh, really great to have her come on the podcast and share her experience about what it's like to live this long, what it feels like to look at 80. Do you want to say hi to the audience? Yes. Hi, everyone. Thought I'd start out with some rapid fire questions. Super easy just to get you warmed up. All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite color? Blue. What's your favorite song? I can't stop loving you. Favorite flower? Rose. What color? Yellow. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Favorite memory? Having all my children. Hmm. Favorite food? Spaghetti. Oh, okay. Favorite restaurant? Any one of my children's homes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you're really (laughs) sucking up today. Who's your favorite kid? I have no favorites because Mm. they're all separate individuals. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your guilty pleasure? Eating chocolate. Dark or milk? dark. All right. What's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Have my coffee and go into my prayer room. Coffee and prayer. All right. What's the last thing you do before you go to sleep? Pray while I'm in bed. Okay. Start and end your day with prayer. Yeah. Well, that was good. Thank you for indulging my rapid fire questions. Now we'll get into the real meaty ones. So a woman looks at 80. You're going to be 80 in two days. Did you think you'd live this long? No, I have never thought about being 80 years old. So when you were younger, you never really thought about how long you might live, how long you want to live, none of that? 
No, I think I was too busy. Okay. So then my next question I was going to ask, is it what you imagined? But I guess you just told us you didn't really spend much time imagining it. So let me ask you this. Are you surprised by anything and what it feels like to be on the edge of 80? Well, maybe that I don't feel as bad as I hear people talk about when they turn 80 or the golden years, because Mm -hmm. I feel the same. I don't feel 80. Well, that's good news. Yeah. 80 is a number. Eight zero. So you don't feel any different mentally or physically? No, I believe I really don't. That's awesome. What is the hardest thing you've had to overcome in your life? Probably when I had to be on my own for a time in my life and really didn't know how I was going to do it or what to do and having no one to talk to. How old were you then? 15. 15. You were on your own and didn't know how you were going to get through it. Right. So how did you get through it? Well, I don't know. I know I didn't spend a lot of time feeling sorry for myself. I had to try to find a job, go to school, and I talked to God a lot and kind of went with what I call my gut instincts or feelings on what I was supposed to do. It's very badass. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still here today, so I'm still here, so I did what, get through it. You got through it. What are you most proud of? Oh, that's easy. My five children, my eight grandchildren, and my four little girls, queens in my eyes, princesses. Mm, your little great grandchildren. Yeah. Any regrets? that you want to share? Maybe not going to college. I always wanted to go to school and be a lab technician. It's not too late. Yeah. Why didn't you go to college? Well, number one, I didn't have the funds. I didn't know how to go about it. And I did have a chance to go to a summer school in biology in Hawaii, and my mother wouldn't let me go. Mm. So that was kind of the end of everything for me. Mm. As far as your education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's too bad. Is there anything that you're afraid of as you go into this next season of your life or these next 20 years? Not being able to stay alive long enough to see my children accomplish what they want and my grandchildren to see them grow into what they can be and for the little girls to get older. Mm. Okay, now you're going to make me cry. You're not afraid of dying? No, because I know where I'm going. Okay, and that is? Heaven. Okay, so you're not afraid of dying. It's really more about staying on earth long enough and in this life long enough to see people that you love doing certain things and being happy. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Any advice for those of us who are on our way to 80? Because we all are. Well, I tell, I think everybody in my family that life is too short and to enjoy each day and not to worry what's ahead, what's going to happen or what's behind. Stay in the moment. Is there anything you wish you'd known when you were younger, even in your 40s, 50s? Anything you wish someone would have told you about getting older? 
Um, no, I don't think so. There, I, I really honestly have not thought about getting older, and I am not going to have the mindset that because I'm 80, I have to spend my day in a chair. And that will probably be the secret to your longevity. So do you have any self-care or, you know, I hate to use the term, and I think it's a stupid term, anti-aging routines, because you can't stop the process of aging. And when we call it anti-aging, we say it like it's a bad thing. And it's actually an honor and a privilege to age and, and get old, because so many people don't get that opportunity. But do you have any health care, self-care routines that you feel like are important to keeping you in this mindset that you have and and healthy and able to move around and stay out of a chair? Well, I think embracing what we have in our bodies, embracing our bodies as it is and as it gets older because God gave us our bodies. So I don't really worry about trying to do self-care as far as face creams and all these fad diets and I believe in living a good, honest life, eating healthy, but also with that, eating some things that some people say you shouldn't eat and trying to stay active, active in my mind. My mind is, I don't have the mindset that I'm old and that I can't do anything. I continue to read, walk, exercise, cook, interact with my family. Last question before we move on to the next part. Um, What is the one life lesson, the one thing that you know that you figured out that you wish everyone knew? Well, for me, number one, I, I believe that having God in my life and believing that he is the one that put me here and that I should honor him with doing the best that I can in life. Right. That's awesome. Were you going to add something else? Well, and I was just going to say, like I said earlier, enjoy the moment this time that we have and don't be concerned about what we could have should have done or what are we going to do tomorrow because what we don't get done today will be there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have you read this piece that I wrote when I look in the mirror at 80 and I think you I'm sure you remember I wrote I first wrote this piece a little over 10 years ago when my mother-in-law at the time was getting ready to turn 80. And I was just really inspired at that time to write this piece. And I knew when I was writing it, sort of for her, it was a present that I gave her for her 80th birthday. But I knew when I was writing it that I was really writing it for me, for all of us. If we're lucky, we'll all look in the mirror at 80. So I guess I'll say that. And now it's kind of surreal to me that here we are, I don't know, 11 years later, and now... My own mother is looking in the mirror at 80. I know you read this piece before. You've heard it many times. It was published in the Mame in maybe 2012, I think. But I'm going to have you go ahead and read it. So would you do that for our listeners? Yes. When I look in the mirror at 80, I will see an alabaster crown adorning my head. Each strand representing a birth, a death, a victory, a loss, and a year of life, and the passage of time. In the tired gray eyes, I will see a reflection of every orange and gold sunset I have witnessed. I will see the bright pink azaleas of my home state and the dark green trees that I have been able to watch grow from a seedling. I will hear my laugh in each chiseled line and consider the grief I have survived. When I look down at my spotted hands with purple veins, 
I will feel the soft coat of an animal they nurse back to life. I will taste the sweet flesh of a tomato from the garden I planted and tended with those hands. I will recite the letters they've written and fingers the countless buttons they've sewn. I will be amazed that although they have worn, they are as strong as they ever were. I will look down at my breast and see my babies cradled there as they suckle life from me. I will see the faces of women who have lost them and be grateful they are still part of me. And although they are retreating further and further away from me, they still make me feel like a woman. I will look down at my round belly and see it bulging with the life I once carried inside me. I will remember the pleasantness of a full stomach, enjoying a hearty meal with people I love and be glad for temporal earthly pleasures. I will look down at my feet, anchored by toes with stubborn yellow nails, and I will see every inch of road beneath me as I walk to school, among distant lands and native streets, danced on aisles at every mile of the journey. I will feel the gritty sand and cool water they have tasted. I will be amazed that although they ache under the weight of all they carried, I can still place one foot in front of the other and move forward. When I look in the mirror at 80, I will see those who've gone on before me. My mother's smile, my sister's cheek, my brother's nose. I will relish the honor it is to carry the likeness of us, our family, into this age. I will recognize a young girl looking back at me and not be surprised that her spirit still inhabits this body. It is she who has stained me through rise at dawn when I think I couldn't face another day to stay awake all night when it was necessary. When I look in the mirror at 80, I will see and realize that as long as there are sunsets and tomatoes, there is something to see. Mm. What does that make you think when you read that? Well, I really didn't think much like about my hands, but when I do look at them, they look like they've been through some things, but I can still use them and I don't feel that I have to cover up all the wrinkles or the veins or the age spots and try to get them off. Um, it came from hard work, which has produced a lot of things in my life. And the crown of my white hair I've had for many, many, many years. So I can look at myself that I've worked hard. I've gotten through. I've sustained through what has been thrown at me. And I have wisdom to give to my children and grandchildren and my great-granddaughters. That's awesome. It was really powerful hearing it read in your voice. I've never heard anyone else besides myself read that piece yet. So that was, that was great. You know what I see when I look at my hands? What? My mother's hands. (laughs) Short, small. Small, wrinkly, spotted. I look down and I think, oh my gosh, I have my mother's hands. And it's awesome. You know, it is sobering I probably maybe even more for me I don't know hearing you talk you don't have much anxiety about turning 80 like a lot of people do and I don't really have anxiety about aging either but it is kind of sobering for me and it 
I think having a parent reach 80, I think for those of us who are in that position with aging parents, it makes you face your own mortality. Mm-hmm. If I have a mother that's 80, gosh, how, you know, how old does that mean I am, you know, and obviously I know how old I am, but I think it's just another reminder that we're all moving in the same direction mm-hmm. on this spectrum. And it it doesn't make me sad. It doesn't make me scared. It doesn't make me afraid, but it just kind of makes me pause. And I don't know, take a moment and realize that all of us have limited time on this earth and it's yeah. moving with or without us, whatever that means. You know, to me, it, it makes me think like, shoot, I, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do and I better get doing them. It's all good. It's all good. But having said all that, you know, I, I hope that as I continue down this path that I, I do it as gracefully and drama free as you have. That will be my goal. Thank you. So you've inspired me to not overthink it. Um, and to just live. Mm-hmm. Dad actually said to me one time, and sometime in the last couple of years, he said, you know, I don't care how long I live. I just want to live until I die. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so profound, too, that mm-hmm. we just got to go about the business of living as long as we can. Thank you for joining me on All There Is. Um, you know, this podcast is all about sharing the human experience and, you know, aging and mortality is is all part of that, of course. None of us are getting out of this alive. So something that we don't talk about enough, I feel like, or we actually talk about it a lot, but we usually come at it from a place in our culture of fear, of trying to avoid it, of trying to deny it, pretend it doesn't exist. And I think it, w- it would be helpful if we just had more honest, undramatic conversations about it. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share before we hang up? No, I would just like to encourage everyone again, because time just slips by, almost like in the snap of a finger, we realize where we are and to enjoy where we are today in that moment, enjoy life, people that are around you, the things you love to do, and not taking the stress of the world upon us because we can't deal with it anyways. We can't carry the stress of this whole world upon our shoulders. That's true. Well, thank you again. And I'm looking forward to the big party we're having tomorrow to celebrate you. Yes. Thank you for all the work you're doing for it. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I told you she was cool as a cucumber about this whole aging thing. She is 80, but she looks great. She acts great. She does what she wants. And it's awesome to have her still on this earth with me. I know that, again, not everyone is that fortunate. And I really am grateful. I do not take it for granted that at 55 years old, I still have my mom with me. I I do appreciate that. I know so many people who don't. And I know someday I won't. So I appreciate her so much. I hope you got something out of this today. I know I did. I feel like I'm ready to keep going. I did another episode about my former mother-in-law who originally inspired this, and that is episode 20 of season one. So if you want to go listen to past episodes of this podcast, they are all out there and available. You can find them on my website at kellybargabus.com. You can also find them on Amazon and Stitcher and Spotify and Apple, all the places where podcasts are hosted. They're out there if you want them. Until we meet again, take care.